Welcome back to another episode of Two Drug Brothers in the Podcast, episode 189, first episode of 2023, back, coming in your ears for the first time in two weeks. Yeah. Just me and, e- just me and Ethan tonight, Jarrett was going to join us, uh, had some unfortunate news, the passing of one of his animals this morning, and it was one of his wife's uh childhood pets so he decided to take the day off so yeah that's that's a tough yeah. one i think yeah. anytime you lose an animal that's been in your family for god knows how long yeah i mean it just doesn't really put you in the mood to get drunk <laughs> no, and talk about sports not. so whatever me and ethan kicking off 2023 brother 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 how was your holidays and what are you sipping on not too bad. I got a, a little bit of a taste of everything. So spent four days in South Carolina. And granted, it's like the opposite of what you'd expect because we were in South Carolina and Christmas morning it was 16 degrees on the beach. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. I like, got to go to the beach a couple days and then flip that turnaround for New Year's. So we spent four days in Vermont and we skied. And on the mountain during the ski time that we, we skied two days, it was over 50 degrees. So... Um, yeah, total wish, total opposites. Wish the weather would have flip flopped there, but it was fun either way. So can't complain. And I am sipping on, speaking of Vermont, a Rutland Works blueberry blonde ale. Patient Pretty damn good. Blueberry lemonade. Yes, Travis saw. I was covering up the BLO. So all he saw was the NDE, and he was like, "Lemonade, <laughs> blueberry lemonade." Uh, well, that's good. That's good. Um, any New Year's resolutions for you? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, it's your typical one, right? But it's been, it's, yeah, it's been <laughs> less of a New Year's resolution and more of a a wedding resolution and just like an in general. But um, I finally just came in today, brand new Fitbit. I wow, took in Fitbit. I had to Tommy. Every I already had a Fitbit, I was used to it, and then every Apple Watch I was looking for was just too expensive for me out of my range. I got this with gift cards from um Christmas for only like 60 bucks, so I can't complain. Um, balling on a budget, I like it so, yeah. I think that's a lot of people's thing. I was talking to my to my wife actually tonight and was like, you know, you gotta stop stop feeding me all these sweets because I got to look decent for this wedding. Uh, as you don't know, <laughs> Ethan's wedding in five months. So there's that. Uh, mine was good as well. Didn't do a whole lot. Just kind of chilled around, hung out with uh, family. And then, uh, yeah, didn't do a whole lot. It was a rather low-key New Year's Eve. Granted, you can't really do a whole yeah. lot when your wife's pregnant. So there's that. You got that going for you. Uh, yeah, we literally were asleep by 10 on New Year's Eve. And- yeah, I, I did not make it to see midnight either. But here <laughs> we are. First drink since last year. I'm just drinking the number two White Claw Pack. Really really cracking the dad jokes uh, prematurely, are you? <laughs> well, I am. First drink since last year. Listen here, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, so there we go. there we have it. I hope everyone had a great holiday uh, extended week. I know some people have the luxury of being off in between Christmas and New Year's. I did not. So let's roll into what happened uh, this past weekend. We'll kind of get it off. Be the first thing we talk about, obviously, instead of saving it fresh on everyone's mind. This is the Devon Hamlin injury on Monday Night Football. Obviously a bad Bad scene, bad injury. We wish him the best. Uh, get well soon. Prayers up. Everything. Condolences. Like all the nine yards. Right. What are your thoughts on the situation? Um, well, my first thoughts are nobody think Travis is insensitive. We were just talking about something that had to do with the name Devin or Devon. His name is Demar. <laughs> but what uh, you said, Devon Hamlin. Demar, Demar. Sorry, either, either way. way. That's yeah. why I said, don't think Travis is sensitive. We were just talking about something that had to do with the Devon. Listen, so, um, but initial thoughts is just like 
yet you, I mean, you heard it from a lot of people from like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman to some of the commentators. I listen to ESPN radio today and there's just like, you really can't put anything into words, right? Like you haven't seen really a whole lot like this. I mean, us as blues fans and granted, I was very young. We saw the whole Chris Pronger thing way back in the early two thousands where he got hit and just collapsed on the ice. Um, something very similar. It was the same exact injury. I mean, there's been yeah. handfuls in yeah. sports. Uh, it's just something you don't see every day. I mean, we've seen, you know, Ryan Shazier basically get yep. uh, paralyzed on the field. Like we've seen a lot of bad injuries. This being probably the worst in recent yep. memory, if not one of the worst, you know, there are or have been. And it's just something so. that's so freak because like, so I was on the couch watching the game, but I was like halfway pay attention, halfway not. And I look, look up and I see that the game has stopped, but I didn't really think too much of it. I was like, oh, somebody probably just like went down with an injury, commercial timeout, whatever. Come back and then Joe Buck's like ambulance is out on the field. They rushed out like all the players. They started show, panning around to like Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. And the, like these dudes are in tears. And I'm like, what the hell happened? And so like we went and tried to look back and see it. And yeah, he just like, you know, the, the hit's a normal hit. And I know that nobody is blaming T Higgins. So like, thank goodness for that. Well, some people are, but, but they're shit so. <laughs> because it's like, you know, obviously it's not his fault. Like what's he supposed to do there? And, and you feel for the guy. Cause you know, he's taken, like he feels a lot of the blame, but yeah, just freak. Like he got hit normal football tackle gets up. And then, you know, like, like our friend Kev said, it's called what commotio cardis or whatever it is, where cordis, where you get hit and it just like stops put you in a cardiac arrest it's just like the it's like you know the wrong place the wrong time or and in that instance is they hit him in the right place at the exact right time for that to happen um but i mean whatever way you slice it you don't want to see it i apologize for getting his name wrong uh not the first thing that i was thinking about i was ripping it off the dome and yep uh i mean damar 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 not a common name Damar so, Hamlin, yeah. And to make DeMar. sure I had that right. I also it's I'm getting confused too because I was scrolling through Twitter last night, right? And like one, I I don't want to say too much on this because everybody deals with their own trauma in different ways. Or not trauma, but deals with like traumatic situations in different ways. But if you're gonna tweet about the situation, like I saw a dude tweet and he was like, damn, hope Jamar's okay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, come what? on. Well, like, I just you're said gonna tweet about De- it, Devon. Uh, <laughs> so you know, there's there's that. Devoin but either story. way, Jesus, that's um, not a place <laughs> Got to make light of situations at some point. Uh, you know, we we there's a there's a point where everyone comes together. Yes, he's got to be okay, and then you got to reach situation, whether it be today, tomorrow where you got to start looking forward. And that's what we're going to be talking about now. Looking forward, they still haven't rescheduled the game. Some some people I'm seeing are like, oh, just chalk it up as a tie and move on. And they're like dead serious about it. You can't do that. Yeah. it's And it, it's like, you're right. We don't want to sit here and not, or and make light of the situation. That's not what we're doing. We understand it's a difficult situation for everybody involved. But when you talk about the business side of things, which they're going to have to eventually, right? That's what we're talking about here. It's what do you do about the game? Because there are, there are implications for both teams. Realistically, the one seeds on the line, um, two seed, three seed, depending on where the Bengals end up um, had the, obviously it doesn't matter now, but had the Ravens won last week, the division would have been on the line for the AFC North. So it's just, there, there are reasons to play this game. It's just, yeah, how do you, how do you go about it? If you're not going to play this week, like they've already said, then where do you put the game at? Yeah, I, I really don't know. I wish I had an answer. I wish I had a solution or, or one that made sense because I don't know if you could push the playoffs back. Uh, you know, people playing for yep. you know, the Super Bowl weeks and unless you just – kind of merge no i don't know i was gonna say like kind of merge into the pro bowl and just say just nix the pro bowl this year right do that because nobody fucking watches it anyway (laughs) uh and just have the the, that game the bengals bills game after week 18 could do that i mean there's 
there's certain things you could do because it's, really, it's like a domino effect because of what it does to the seeding because they don't play that game and you know they're tied and then you take into consideration okay maybe they can't get the one seed anymore are they going to try in week 18 and if they don't they play the patriots who are in a win and in dolphins need right. the patriots to lose to get in so i mean again it's all hypotheticals we're talking about a lot but the game really does mean a lot like you play this whole season uh for this reason so yep it's just like we said on the business side of things it's crazy to think about and they got a lot that they're gonna have to try to figure out um obviously first and foremost we have just a lot hope- of time exactly first and foremost we we hope that he's okay um and then you know hopefully some good news and then they start figuring out the business side of things because week 18 is in three days because it's in on saturday yeah so well thursday night football is there thursday night football this week uh-huh. cowboys right maybe there is oh maybe, maybe it's, there's wrong. no monday night football that's right maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong one sec no i'm wrong saturday for some reason i thought there was thursday night football I know it's Saturday. Night. Either way, though, Titans, game, there's still games in three, four days. So, yeah. So, got to figure it out at some point. Again, um, can't reiterate enough to ho- hope that that man is all right. Praying for everyone involved in the situation, uh, but I don't have a solution. That's why I don't get paid millions of dollars to have a fucking solution. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then you know. If there's any good that can come out of this, and again, that's if, and it's so hard to say that any good can come out of something so traumatic and tragic, but the amount of money that's been raised for his like charity, yeah, that he like does the charity toys, toy driver is or whatever, unreal. So that's awesome of people, but yeah, it is a lot. Uh, and then if you want to, if you want to dive into, we're not going to too much about the fantasy uh, implications about this. I know that you really. Obviously, this couldn't come at a right time, but the time that this came at Monday Night Football and a lot of people's last week of fantasy championships, two good teams where you know you have a lot of players probably on fantasy mm-hmm. championship rosters going. I know I had one. I had T. Higgins going. Um, luckily, I not luckily, but I had a two-week playoff, so mine continues in the next week. I doubt anyone does that. Our commissioner's a jackass, but. <laughs> um, there's not a whole lot to do um, if you're thinking about it. And this is the last week and you had someone in the game. You have to just, I'd say, just take their points from the next game they play in, whether it be against the same team or or just week 18. You just take their yeah. points if it's that close of a matchup. If it's 30, 40 points away and you didn't have someone that has put up 34, 40 points this week, then you could probably chalk it up as a loss. But Either way, it's a it's a very gray area, something we've never really had before. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, Again, watching NFL, I don't think I've ever seen a game just get canceled because of an injury or postponed. I'm yeah, not, I mean, not in my lifetime. I don't think so. I know so. that. Oh, what? Oh, well, the Blues game got canceled. Obviously, this isn't football, but the Blues game got canceled when Jay Bowmeister collapsed a couple of years ago. Um, yep. on the bench i do remember that but that's that's like the only sporting event in recent memory of mine where teams just straight up canceled a game for something so yeah it's, and, it's and weird situations like that football is so different and unique in the sense that i mean you only play 17 games so every game matters mm-hmm. baseball hockey football or, or baseball, basketball. hockey basketball yeah, yeah. like when you play 82 100 games it doesn't it, like every game doesn't matter. And you have so many, so much extra time to make that up. That's not yeah. the case in football. Yeah. So anyway, prayers out. Thoughts are with DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> Listen, dude. No, they, they are though. They are, and you know, like I said, hopefully we wake up and there's some good news tomorrow and prayers to his family. I mean, we said here, we think about like the effects on the teams, but man, like family, close friends. Like I can't imagine. Like, I, I just don't know what would be going through my head. So, yeah, prayers up. Hope for nothing but the best. And then uh, we won't spend too much more time on that because this is a fun podcast. And yeah. while we have to talk about important things, we do like to still have fun. So we're going to 
jump into some more fun stuff. Yes, we are. And we are going to roll into the same old thing that we've been talking about for the last five, six months, and that's college football. The college football playoff semifinals were this past weekend. Let's kick it off and talk about the first game on the slate that happened. Probably a little bit more of a controversial game, even though they're both great. Um, the yeah. uh, sorry, I was looking. No, you good. I was trying to find it. TCU versus Michigan, fifty-one forty-five. I'm going to come out and say it. It doesn't have anything to do with the spread or the fact that I bet on Michigan or whoever I wanted to win. Michigan got robbed. They got robbed. That touchdown. Deep touchdown pass. Or he's falling into the end zone. That was yeah. a touchdown. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. I so on the other side of things, right? Like Travis was like, this has nothing to do with me betting on Michigan or the spread or anything like that. I wanted to see TCU win because I'm like, finally, somebody new underdog would be great. That was a touchdown. And there and there's no way around it. I don't even know how they looked at it and were like, Yeah, no, nah, he wasn't in. Like like he didn't have possession of the ball until he came down with his ass in the end zone. Yep. And I'm sure everyone's seen it around. If you, if you're on Twitter, the argument of if that catches on the sideline, they're calling that an incomplete catch. Yeah. They're calling yeah. that his butt landed out of bounds when he had possession yep. of the ball. So why isn't it the same there? Um, this can go back to a rule change that desperately, desperately needs to be made in college football of not of being down until you're touched yeah. or not being down until you're touched. Uh, and if you're not going to want to do that, you can make a rule change. I was thinking of this today, some sort of continuation where you catch it uh, and like, till the end of the play to like the, like the natural stoppage of your body whenever you're done until you get up, like, right. You catch yeah. it and like roll a yard. Obviously you're not going to fucking like barrel roll for six more yards. That's not natural. But something in that instance, whereas like the fact that he literally, that was like the second he touched the ball, then his like leg came down and it's like, yeah. oh, he's down at the one. Grant, you can you can also make the argument that don't fumble the ball on the half yard line. That that situation <laughs> yeah. doesn't have to happen. Yep. If um uh he yeah, just call that a touchdown. I uh I do like that because and you know, people will argue be like, well, what about that gray area where like if they roll, like when, when does the play actually stop? And it's like, okay, but that's what the refs are for. They make those judgment calls because it's, it's no different than like forward progress. Yeah, right? I think you're not going to, when if you're making a tough catch in a game, you're not going to think shit. If I can't land on my feet, I'm going to fucking barrel firefighter <laughs> roll down this fucking hill. Right. Uh, no, you're just going to, you're let, you let your body take its natural like yep. progression and then where it stops is where it stops. But again, it's, and it's the same too for people that would argue that it's like, okay, then what, then what's the difference between a quarterback sliding in the NFL, right? Like the refs make a judgment call of where they gave themselves up. So let them make a judgment call of yeah. where their natural progression stops. Right. Like if they, if they make a diving catch and they like hit the ground, but then roll over, I don't think it should be immediately where their elbow or their ass touches. It should be like they caught, they fell, if they roll, then call it there. I don't know. I, I or get, just let him get back up and fucking run the ball. If they exactly. Touch, if exactly. You really want to make that. I never. Uh, that and then outside of that, the uh, that final drive. I don't care what anyone says. That's targeting. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I they didn't really get a lot either. of help. But neither did I mean their offense or their defense did not help them at all. Two teams that have had very stout defenses all year long, Michigan and Georgia. Yeah. They just didn't show up to play. But TCU won. We'll talk about the final here in a bit. Outside of that, then you had Ohio State, Georgia. And, boy, I don't, I honestly don't know if I would have, if I would have watched much of the college football final if, uh, if it was Ohio State. I hate Ohio State. <laughs> I don't love Georgia, but I did not want to see Ohio State. Yeah. There. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry if you're an Ohio State fan. Nothing against you. It's just I didn't think that they were the, the top two team. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I will say one thing that I I love that we can take away from this past weekend is talk about a fucking great 
weekend of semifinal games. Like I, I came into this weekend thinking both of these games are going to be 30 plus point blowouts. Like Georgia's going to stomp Ohio state. Michigan's going to stomp TCU and the exact opposite happened. So like really good football matchups. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to see Ohio state in there either. I like, again, don't love Georgia either, but I've never liked Ohio state. I've never liked um, just like a lot of these powerhouses and, we can say be like, well, Georgia's a big powerhouse. Well, they really haven't been until the last five, ten years. So, Ohio State is always there, and yeah. I'm about damn tired of seeing them, Alabama, <laughs> in the fucking college football playoffs. So, right, right. I mean, I just, it blows my mind how Georgia just could not answer anything Ohio State threw at them. It could be the fact that they haven't seen this powerful in offense, but they have. Maybe C.J. Stroud really is that good. I don't know. But it looked good, and it, it's kind of scary for them because TCU plays in a similar way. Max Duggan, while he may not be, like, the most mobile quarterback that comes to mind whenever you think of mobile quarterbacks, but he is. Like, he does get out of the pocket and run. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what Georgia can do with TCU. Yeah, no, I agree. I I really hope that it's not a boring blowout game. Unfortunately, I, I mean, I, I gave up on TCU in the semifinal and it backfired, but I kind of, I'm at the point where I kind of going to give up on them in the finals here <laughs> in the national championship game too. I just can't see a way around Georgia not stopping a mud hole, especially after how they performed this last week, and they're going to come out and they're going to be ready. So Georgia started as 13 and a half point favorites. It's now down to 12 and a half. That number, what I saw from Georgia last week, that number seems almost impossible to cover. Yeah, no, I, I'll give you that. I don't think I could bet on a spread that high, but just something tells me like it's gonna. You got. I was gonna. You gotta think though. Everyone and their brother is gonna be on TCU plus twelve and a half. Yeah, like you, you gotta think that. As a matter of fact, yeah. I'm looking up what the what the public betting percentage is right now. Um, I don't know if they even have it on here yet. We're at 80 right now, 86% of the bets are on TCU. Yeah, that's crazy. So, can can Vegas afford to lose that bad on the <laughs> national championship game? That's what it comes down to. Yeah, it depends on how much money's on it though, I guess. Like where's the money at? I don't I it's gonna add eighty six percent, there's no way the money's on Georgia. No, but it might <laughs> I'm just saying like it could it be it might it level out a yeah. little bit, but I don't know. You, uh, TCU ten three and one against the spread. Georgia seven and seven. Wow. Something did tells not, me. did not expect that number. But I get. Yeah, you gotta think how many how many times Georgia's they were like thirty yeah. yeah. Like the something Mizzou tells something tells me that everyone's gonna be thinking, you know, again Georgia couldn't stop uh, Ohio State. How are they gonna stop TCU? And they come out and find a way. Yeah, but. Shall see. It'll be a good game next Monday. We're talking about it now because, again, it is not going to be into, or we won't record a podcast until then. What is your official pick? Uh, um, my, which side? We're over under 62 and a half. 62 and a half just seems high. I know, I know what we just watched in both games, but 62 just seems high for, again, two very good defenses all year long. I feel like last week was the anomaly. I don't think we can base our over-under off of one game. I kind of want to lean the under here of 62. But if official pick, official pick, Georgia minus 12 and a half. But maybe a unit. <laughs> official, I, I like I like this. And I know we doing same game teasers is kind of just cheesy. But we love them. But... But TCU plus 19 and a half over 55 and a half. Yeah. If they if they're gonna if they're gonna be close, they're gonna have to score. Yeah. No, that's but, fair. I don't know. We'll see. I, I this game just screen like if this were a game in week four of college football, I would not touch this with a ten foot pole. Yeah. But because it's comfortable playoff final, we have to bet on it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I'm I actually I might go out on the record here and say that you could tease this game any which way you want to and it will hit. That's that's the I'm gonna put it on it right now that if you teased Georgia minus six and a half and the so you're saying Georgia wins between 69. seven and nineteen. And then it hits between somewhere between fifty five and sixty nine points. I think you could tease it any which way and it would hit. You could probably we'll see I what wonder, happens. I wonder if you could uh concoct, concoct a parlay of that of those of those ranges. <laughs> I, you might on like a on a same game parlay site like DraftKings or FanDuel. I don't think you could tease it. I think you'd have to do like the no, 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 no. Like I'm saying, like range, like Georgia seven and 19. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you might it may not be perfect, but you might be able to get something close. Yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Other than that, I don't think we really had too many crazy good bowl games over the past weekend. Uh, Tulane coming back against USC was crazy. Yeah. Um, but that's yes, about it. <laughs> that's about it. Um, what you got? What do you, what's on your mind? Um, I I am shocked that Mississippi State kind of came out flat. Um, even as an Illinois fan, I, I thought, you know, and it it I don't know if I like saying that like, oh, you know, somebody died, so they're gonna come out and just like be this like great football team, but you know, they all had hearts on their sleeves. Like they wanted to play for Mike Leach. I am, I am actually, even as an Illinois fan, happy to see that they got the win. Um, but I was, I was just a little surprised that it was a little bit flatter than expected. Maybe Illinois yeah. defense I mean, really they, is just that good. I don't know. That game was, that game was all, was rough to watch. It was rough to watch and it kicked off it the was. day. You know, it was rough uh, to watch. Day. And I said this to Travis the other day. Um, great kid seems like I've obviously never met him. Um, but the post game presser, or not presser, but the post game interview with Will Rogers on the field, and dude just like walks up and he fucking pops his chains out, and he's just this little white boy. <laughs> he cocks his hat sideways that he just won, and he starts talking. I'm like, dude, I'm like, can you be more of a tool bag on national TV? <laughs> like, come on. Probably not. To answer your question, probably not. Uh, oh, one thing we didn't me- mention is Stetson Bennett crying on the sidelines. Uh, with the game still going on, did you see that? I didn't see that. No. Oh uh, yeah. No he was, way. After after they went up and took the lead, he was like they like panned to him on the sidelines and he was crying. <laughs> He's also the oldest college p- player in history. He is so he is older <laughs> than like than eight NFL quarterbacks. More, Davis Mills, Trevor Lawrence, like Justin Herbert. He's even older than Justin Herbert. Yep, I saw that exact TikTok today. If that's what you saw, yeah. Um, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, um, Davis Mills, Joe Burrow, Davis Mills, Tua, Jalen Hurts. Um, oh my God, there's more. Um, Kenny Pickett, Zach. I'm at nine. Who is it? Was Zach Wilson on Zach there? Wilson? Zach Wilson. That's 10 right there. That's a third of the quarterbacks in the NFL that he is older than. Just insane. But he is only one of three quarterbacks to be the starter on back-to-back national championship teams or back-to-back going to national championship teams. In company, Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. Pretty good company to be in. <laughs> Pretty good company to be in. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was maybe funny. not. I mean, you may not want to be in Deshaun Watson's company, but <laughs> talent wise, talent wise, sure. Maybe outside of that, how old is Stetson Bennett? He is twenty five years old. Yeah, and he is the, my, he is literally uh, eight days younger than my wife. And he is still in college. Also, am I incorrect or is he coming back for another year? No, I don't think he has eligibility okay. left. I couldn't remember if I saw something weird about him like coming back for another year of eligibility, but I I would hope not. Well, actually, he should. because this is only his fourth year. And he should get a co- like a COVID exemption. So he technically could. 
I saw a wide receiver uh, in one of the bowl games caught a pass uh, for the ninth season in a row in college football. Hmm. Wow. Dude, dude started college <laughs> the same year I did and still playing. <laughs> oh, my. Crazy, crazy shit. Oh, by uh, the way, a, uh, a, I, I sorry, I had to look it up. On FanDuel, if you make a same-game parlay of TCU plus 18.5, Georgia minus 6.5, the over of 55.5, and, and the under of 69.5, plus 516. <laughs> That's not great value. It's not as great as I thought. I it thought it would be way better than that. You need a lot to happen. That's trash. Daniel stealing yeah. your money. Stealing your money. Um, is that it on football that we got? I think in college, yeah. I mean, like you said, not a whole lot of bowl games stood out to me on the second um, or just last week in general, I guess. Like we can go back further than the day after New Year's and talk about the 31st. but Except yeah. for the T- – Tennessee Clemson. Except man. for the the whole state of Louisiana officially hating <laughs> us forever, and you know what's funny about that too is Fuck like sake. we we loved LSU. I mean, you guys went and you were talking about how like such of a great yeah. time it was, and uh, so I said the, the people the so I think what triggered it is one like an L, one of the LSU podcasts uh, quote tweeted it, so all their twelve thousand followers saw it and you know got all up in arms and butt hurt. And the funny thing is, is that. The uh, like that 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 account that quote tweeted it that got all the people angry went back and saw our pick sheet for the day and was like, oh, now this makes more sense. <laughs> and then I replied to that and was like, yeah, I told him the story about how we like LSU. We went down there, great hospitality, love it. And he was like, oh, I know you were just being sarcastic. I just wanted to pick fun at you guys. So it's like only a handful of people were cool about it. Everyone else got so fucking butthurt. The fucking purple wave came out, man. Yeah, oh I'm like, dude, you guys have no and lives. I, to get so mad about winning a bowl game by yeah. 57 points. And I, I saw one of the comments. I think I actually brought it up to you guys earlier today. I saw one of the comments that was like, who the fuck are you guys? And I go to his profile and his fucking bio and his profile says, it costs nothing to treat people with kindness. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. Dude, <laughs> you set just, yourself up for that one. And some of the people that just argue, because I mean, we weren't even arguing. We were, I was trying to make light of the situation. Anytime yeah. someone tweeted something hateful, I would send like a funny uh, gift back. And one of the, one of the people, kids, I don't know who the fuck it is. Cause all these people hide behind, uh, you know, yep. fake avatars and whatever. But Said something about Mizzou and brought up about how Mizzou would beat uh, LSU last time they played. And he said, what about the other previous nine times? Well, son, Mizzou has only played LSU three times in the history of football. <laughs> so it's just I think, funny. I think in those previous nine times, they were 0-2 and 7. <laughs> well, seven son. ties. It's it's all in fun. We're not making fun of anyone. Love LSU. It's all love. But there are some people that are a holes on the internet. Yeah. But I guess that's what Twitter's for. On that note, suck that tiger dick, bitch, because we are the tigers as well. <laughs> and that's somebody. Somebody uh, replied STTDB, mm-hmm. which suck that tiger dick, bitch. And I was just like, I mean, what do what, what do you what do you want me to say to that? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get on my knees, baby. <laughs> oh, man. You got to love it. I mean, the internet stays undefeated, and, and that's why we're on it. But Twitter is easily the best social media platform to find <laughs> the wildest shit. Mm-hmm. You have the most extreme people on that app, for sure. The most extreme opinions and comments. There's so many people that just... The, the amount... You start a podcast... Twitter account or any kind of Twitter account and tweet stuff all day long that could trigger people that people just Google keywords and you will find the insane amount of people that have burner accounts with like two to 10 followers that just Google shit or search shit. Just just to talk shit. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're good digging down the rabbit hole. College football, 
wrapping up NFL, wrapping up before we talk about week 18, let's talk about Dana White UFC. This was in the recent news. If you haven't seen it, um, he was filmed or got caught on film. If you haven't seen it, look it up. He slapped his wife on new year's Eve, uh, in a nightclub. Now, if you watch the video, and I'm not defending anyone here. I'm not saying he's in the right, but his wife hit him first. So I mean, she she slapped him in she slapped him in the face, and he said they were both drunk. She said they were both drunk. Came out in interviews and like he interviewed he said no excuse, whatever, whatever you want to say to me, all the flack you want to throw at me, I deserve it. Put it on me. I was in the wrong. This has never happened. And then even his wife came out and was like. He's not a, he's not violent. We were both had drinks. Like everything's fine. We showed our kids this video. Uh, <laughs> everything's good. Like she was like, just respect our family. That's it. It was like they have kids and they, I guess, didn't want to see it online. They were like, hey, this happened. And I don't know how old the yeah. kids are, but um, I thought it was it was worth bringing up because I mean, president of yeah. huge organization. Organization, yeah. I uh, yeah, I I'll never condone it, but I always say like. In those situations, the person who hits somebody first, whether it's guy, girl, guy, guy, girl, girl, if you hit first, you open the invitation, whether it's okay or not, like whether right. whether it's acceptable, whether um, it's right, whether you should expect it, you you should expect it because I think anytime that you start violence, it only induces more violence. Like that's just, so, just true for everything. So, question for you: pull pull the pull the podcast. AKA the only co-host that I have here. Um, if you would have somebody, would you hit them back? No, is it better? Is it better that? So, if the ensuing person was the woman, wife or not, is it better for him to retaliate on someone that is his wife or a stranger that slaps him? I don't know because I don't, I don't even know if you can say like any of it's good. Why? Right, but, but I'm just like yeah. I'm like. Like what's the better of the think worst? You'd be in more trouble or look worse if it was a random stranger that slapped you. And then you oh no, back? no. If 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 it was a stranger and he slapped a stranger back, it'd just be on the start. Even a, even if it was a woman. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think because it's his wife, that turns into like a domestic violence issue, and people That's like fair. they look at that now. I like obviously, and like you said too, like obviously neither are okay. But as far as like which one's worse, I think slapping like your significant other, your wife, whatever. Your kids is definitely worse. Your mother. Um, <laughs> and then some, you know, random Karen on the street. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I just because if you hit like a random woman, I mean, he'd still be facing backlash for sure. And pro- actually, he'd probably face more backlash simply because if it was a stranger, that stranger's not going to come out and be like, oh, he's not a violent person. Like, you know, we showed it to our That's kids true. like his wife did. But at the same time, I think in terms of like, had his wife come out and been like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Like, I can't believe this. Like, then he'd be in some deep shit. But I listen, I listen to a few uh, MMA podcasts, majority of which are fighters slash commentators, so on and so forth. Uh, hoping that, you know, some of them might talk about it today. Uh, I wasn't brought up on the one I got to so far. And I'm mainly thinking probably it's like, eh, well, that's our boss. So we're probably not going to talk about that topic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just had to talk about it. We were, we're all UFC lovers. So uh, interesting. I don't think anything will come of it. Some people are like, oh, he's going to have to step down. I'm like, mm, probably not. I don't think so. I think I, 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 what it all boils down to again, whether things are. Maybe if you like fucking punched her and knocked her right. out, maybe. Yeah. And what I, and like I said, whether, whether it's right or wrong, like we, we know it's wrong, but at the end of the day, what's most important, whose, whose opinion matters most on this subject is his wife. And unless she's being held at gunpoint and being told that it's like to say that everything's fine, then it's probably fine. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Just thought it, it was worthy of bringing it up. You don't have a, any good UFC fights for the next few weeks? We'll probably talk about the uh, the Brazil card 
which we have yeah. title fight on then. Um, now let's talk about NFL week 18 or what we can of it right now because we're still kind of leaning on a few other things. I'll let you navigate uh, the beginning. What do you think? What, what uh, do you got? Yeah. Couple, couple, obviously very important games this weekend. Um, Jags Titans, technically the most important because that game in itself has all the implications. Packers Lions have a lot of implications, but if it for the Packers, it's winning in, but for like the Lions, obviously they have to rely on the Seahawks to lose to the Rams. Um, so it's not necessarily like a just that game matters, um, but still very important game. Um, Patriots Bills again, we kind of talked, we touched on that earlier, but that is a potentially important game. Um, Dolphins and Jets is a big game for the Dolphins, not for the Jets, obviously. Travis and Jarrett called the Jets being frauds a long, 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 long time ago. Um, So told you so, I guess, from the pod. Um, Other than that, what games am I missing that are important? Not a whole lot other than seeding, I guess, for the AFC, which we hinted on earlier. But Yeah, I mean, seeding right now is the fucking NFC seating is ridiculous too. I forgot about that. The seating is a complete nightmare. Like there's really, there's not a whole lot we can talk about scenario wise for seating. Cause like I could look at this and it just gives me a fucking headache. Yeah. Like I, at the same time, I don't understand why right now the Seahawks are the, are in the seven seed with Detroit, then green Bay. And then Detroit needs to see Seahawks to lose, but green Bay doesn't. It's just like, what, what the fuck am I yeah, even looking crazy. at? What am I, I looking at? Everything when all boils down to because everything's like top. So if the the Patriots, the Packers win and the Seahawks win, then it's a like a two way tie. But then they have the same like division record and then the same com- or better conference record or something like that. It just goes down the line, which is just crazy. And it's like the same thing for um, like the viking situation right so like the vikings are sitting there and like you're like oh they can still get the one seed but no they can't because even if the eagles lose the niners lose and the vikings win if the cowboys win then they jump everybody and they go to the one seed which is crazy um and then if they don't win then the like niners would jump into the ones like i just it's it's crazy in, in both leagues right now but so speaking of the San Francisco 49ers, um, we made I made the bet at the beginning of the year. Uh, me and Ethan's ass tat bets. It was we were initially going to throw the ass tat out the window just because of like the whole circumstance that ensued with them. I am willing, I am willing to compromise and get it, but it's not going to be anything stupid. Like anything dumb, <laughs> because it's going to be on my ass forever. And we can throw out three options, one apiece. And I am willing to put it to a vote on Twitter and Instagram for the fans, followers, friends to choose would I get permanently inked on my body. I think it would be funny if one of the options was Brock Purdy's number. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say a cyclone because he went to mm-hmm. Iowa state. Mm-hmm. That was my option. Like, I don't want it to be like, like a number or words. Yeah. Or something stupid. It can, it can refer to the 49ers. It doesn't have to just be a punishment from getting a tattoo. Cause I have zero on my body. Not that I'm against them. I just don't have any. Um, this would be my first one. So I my my idea is a cyclone uh, of some sort. It doesn't have to be Iowa State's logo. It's like a tornado-looking thing on my ass. Yeah. I mean, you also, because, again, we talk about circumstances, Travis bet on their under because of Trey Lance, and then he gets hurt, and they had Garoppolo, and he, is a, he came out and was a stud. And then when he got hurt, Brock Purdy just took the world over, apparently. Um, at that is, point, it didn't even matter. Whenever Brock yeah. Purdy took over, I knew it wasn't going to hit anyway. Yeah. Like before he took over, because if they had went into the season with Jimmy G, I probably would never have made that bet. So, yeah. and then I, we could put three options, and then you guys could be nice and say I don't have to get one. And then on top of that, they got Christian McCaffrey. So it's like, 
well, all things you did not expect going into the year at all. Yeah. Um, it's trash. You could also, I was going to say too, you could just make it to where you just have to get a tattoo, but it can be whatever you want, wherever you want, <laughs> because you don't have any, but I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather one, uh, as of right now, be on my ass cheek. Fair. Cause I don't know what I want. Fair. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, jumping back into just like week 18 seating circumstances, there's a lot of, you don't have an option to watch. Do what? You don't have a, a vote. I, the only one that came to my mind was Brock Purdy's number, but if you don't want what to, is it numbers, five? I'd, have to, I'd have to think of, I'd have to think of something. I'd have to no, take I'll my time. Five. What number is he? 13. I'm not getting 13 tattooed on my ass. <laughs> my man's a lucky number. Actually, um, why don't I know what number he is? You could get no, because that's dumb. I was gonna say you could get a gold nugget. Because I almost thought about like a like a gold miner, like <laughs> yeah. a cartoonized like looking gold miner. Something like that'd be kind of funny. He's number he is number thirteen. Something that'd be kind of funny. So like I was thinking that cyclone, something that had to do with yeah. them, but wasn't like like I'm not gonna get a forty nine ers logo tattoo. Just on my the ass. just the words, just the words on your ass. She's purdy. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Even though that would be a good like, like uh, a fucking fantasy football line, team name, or just opening <laughs> line for anyone that I ever met in my life. Like, want to see my ass? <laughs> She's purdy, or, or you're purdy, or something. Uh, either way, She's purdy with an arrow pointing to my asshole. <laughs> yes, there, you, there it is. Yes. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> in tiny font times new roman nine. <laughs> oh god um, all right uh in regards to playoff seating though who do you think poses the biggest threat in each conference saying give me two to three teams that you two three i say your top two teams in each conference that you think make the Super Bowl, or uh, so uh, essentially, uh, cha- the championship game, NFC and AFC. Yep. Um, my my top team right now, I think in the NFC, as, as much as it pains me to say it, is the Cowboys. Um, and the only reason that I because I rode that Eagles train for a while, but the only reason that I'm backing off of that now is we don't know what Jalen hurts is going to look like coming back from a shoulder strain. Like that's, that's not a good injury to have as a quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to suck, but he's, he may not be the dynamic quarterback that he's been all year. Um, and we saw what they looked like with Gardner Minshew. So if they have average to slightly above average quarterback play, are they a threat? I don't know. Maybe, but no. I'm, I think the Cowboys right now are the biggest threat in the NFC. Um, I'm going to have to think on my second team in there for a while, and then we jump over to the AFC. I agree. I like the Cowboys. They're definitely one of mine, too. Yep. I think AFC, it's, it's, it's really hard. tough because none of these teams have played solid down the stretch. None of them. Yeah. Yep. Like you could say, yeah, the Bills have been winning, but they haven't been winning well. The Chiefs haven't been winning well. Uh, and, I mean, I guess the best team that's that's looked – so far has been the Bengals. Yeah, down the stretch. I, yeah. I don't know. But, but I don't I don't like their chances either. And my point and that was where I was getting at is they have looked the best down the stretch, but are they better than the Bills and the Chiefs? Like I I don't know. And so it's hard for me to pick between those three on who the top two would be. I think it's one of those three. Like I, I don't know if there's like I don't see the Jags as, as cool as it would be. Yeah, I don't know, man. I right now they are just streaking. And look, we saw it last year with yeah. the Bengals. I mean, hey, you want to talk about and I and I'm going to sound biased and I apologize, but you want to talk about two teams that could be dangerous in the playoffs because of how streaky they are. Announced the Jags and the Packers. Like Packers on four straight wins, their defense has suddenly figured it out. The Jags' offense has suddenly figured out. The Packers' offense is kind of clicking now. Like I just I I need to see a little bit more from the Packers. Yes, they've won four in a row, but they've beaten the Bears. The, the Rams, Baker Mayfield, which Tua with a concussion to who, yeah, had they fell apart. They were up by yeah. a big late 
And then the Vikings, who we all know are frauds, which that's that's a good win. I'll say that's a good win. Yeah, um, I, I do agree, though. As a Packers fan, like, I, I mean, I gave up on them. You guys, I literally tweeted out that I was going to be a Dolphins fan for the rest of the year because of how bad they were, and I think I cursed the Dolphins. Still, um, yeah, you fucked us. The Dolphins <laughs> have won one game since Ethan said that, and that was the fucking Texans, and they almost – and they tried to blow that in the second half. Ever yeah, since and the Packers have won four or five since I tweeted that. So Packers are four and one. The Dolphins were one and four since I since so, I made that tweet. So he tweeted that the Dolphins won and the Packers lost. So I was like, oh, it was looking good. Since that Dolphins lost all four, Packers won all four. Give yeah. me a fucking break there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say my my AFC teams are going to be. I still think that that the Chiefs are are the the best. Um, just because of what they're capable of. I don't think anyone else can really get the ball and do whatever they want with it outside the Chiefs. So I'm going to go Chiefs-Jags. Be amazing. Uh, not be amazing. Well, I hope the Chiefs lose, but it would be amazing if the Jags made it there. Then I'm going to go Cowboys. Dude, this one's tough because I don't think anyone in the NFC is a real contender to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I and and I know people are like, oh my god, but the 49ers, but I'm like, it's but Brock Purdy, as great as he's looked, it's the playoffs. We it's said this, yeah. Talent. It, you just can't rely on that. You can't. There's no way. They I might mean, prove they, me wrong. They struggled against Jared Stidham this past weekend. <laughs> to okay. be fair, Jared Stidham looked pretty damn good, but that's what I'm but I'm saying then you get in the playoffs and you yeah. got a guy that's probably gonna be extremely nervous. He's only yep. played five, six games and is starting a playoff game uh, going up against high-caliber talent, which they haven't really seen a whole lot of lately. No. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. And if they can get their – if they can – when they're clicking, I don't know who's going to beat them. Call me crazy, but the Bucks. I just – I don't – I don't hate that pick, but I don't like the Bucks. I just can't – I can't get myself – I don't either. I can't force myself to think – that they're gonna do anything in the playoffs because of what I've watched from them the last five games. Like even the games that they've won, like they still like granted, yes, anytime you have Brady, you're never out of a game. We saw it last week. They were down 21 to 10. And then out of nowhere, Brady just lights up the scoreboard. But I think that that's where I'm coming from is they were down 21 to 10 to the Panthers. And I don't care that the Panthers could have made the playoffs had they won that game. They're not a good football team. So it's just like the it's thing is, like, hard. they they got to put it all together. It's just like the Miami Dolphins, right? Yeah. One game the offense is good. One game the defense is good. But it's very, very seldom they put it all together. If the Bucs can figure out how to do that, they're going to be a tough team to beat in a, in a, what I think is a fairly weak NFC to, yeah. uh, conference. I think they benefit from Those that. Those are mine. And they benefit from the fact that they have a ton of experience in the playoffs. Like, that's that's what's going to help the Bucs when it all comes down to it is one, they've got the greatest quarterback of all time, the most winningest quarterback in the Super Bowl of all time. They've got veteran players on both sides of the ball that have been there. And they were supposed to be the team that was there in the first place. And so it's not like we can count them out because they were supposed to be there already. They just had a, they've just had a bad season. So I do get that. And I agree with that. If I have to pick a second team in the NFC, I'm probably going to, still take the Eagles as my second team, but the Cowboys are, I mean, here's the Cowboys and then here's the Eagles below them and then everybody else. And again, if, and then here's the Cowboys and then here's like, well, I was going to say, and then here's the Cowboys and then here's the fourth best team in the AFC is like five, six levels above them. I mean, even, even like the middle of the road team in the AFC or like lower tier team in the AFC that's going to make the playoffs is going to challenge right a, a top NFC team. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, it's like the, the fourth best team in the AFC is better than the best team in the NFC right now. Like that's I, I agree. I don't know how you. I agree. I don't. I know Jared said that he wanted to bet on the AFC team to to uh, win the Super Bowl. So if you see that out there, I think that's a good bet. Yeah, I don't know where that I would agree. be, but either it's way, it's in Arizona this year, right? Yes. So but I feel get, like it was there semi recently, was it not? I I thought I I don't know for sure. Maybe it's just the announcement came a couple years ago, and so we were like on our brains. But um, if it is in Arizona, 
you know, I like if a West Coast team gets there from the AFC, I like it even more because I think that they'll have a a bit of a quote unquote home field advantage if somebody's traveling from the East Coast. Right now, I don't know what needs to happen. Does the let's see? I guess the what needs to happen for the Cowboys to get the one seed? Uh, they just have to win this weekend. I think the Eagles have to lose because I think they have the tiebreaker over everybody else. Really? Are yeah. you sure? I am not sure, but I, I am semi-confident that that is what it has to happen. Because I know they can still get it. So, I, I mean, I, unless the... I think the 49ers the, might have to lose, too. Since the Vikings can't get it, then, yeah, the only other thing that it is is the Vikings would have to... Or the Niners would have to lose. Well, if you want to take a flyer on it right now, the Dallas Cowboys to get the number one seed on DraftKings is plus 6,000. Wow. <laughs> So and the Eagles play. Do the Eagles play the Commanders or the Giants? They play division they, opponents this weekend. They so. play the uh, Giants, I think. Okay, yes. so the Dallas plays the Commanders. Yes, but Giants have Giants have literally nothing to play for. They're locked in. But they said they're game. starting their starters. Brian Dable said he's well, playing. So if you want, I mean, you can throw some coin on it. What do you see? You throw. I mean, let's go cheap. You throw. Five dollars to win three hundred. Yeah, I mean, and then you. Right, what the are you Cardinals losing? Really good game. What are you losing? Two bucks to win one hundred and twenty. I mean, you can go fucking buy a cheeseburger at McDonald's, or you can win one hundred and twenty bucks. <laughs> like, give me. And then you can buy break. fifteen cheeseburgers. <sighs> Fuck! Oh my god! Fucking whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> Single, double, triple, whopper. E-K. Have it your way. This podcast That's the end of the episode. <laughs> what Ethan said. That's the end of the episode. Uh, we have managed to get this to you guys in almost an hour full of a bunch of random shit. Uh, to recap, prayers up, everyone in the Buffalo community. Um, and that's about it. Just wanted um, to reiterate that. Yes. And then last thing, last, last thing. Right now, who is making the playoffs between Jags, Titans, Packers, Lions, Seahawks? Who's making the playoffs? Jags. Oh, and then Patriots, Dolphins. I can't I can't say about the Patriots, Dolphins yet because I need to see what the outcome of this is. That's true. That's true. Fiasco is. Hopefully the Dolphins. I got to say Jags. Um, they're just looking like a better team right now. Titans injured all over. Oh, who did the Seahawks play? They got a – who did they play? The Rams. I know I know this This doesn't fit well for you. I would, I would like to see the Lions make it because I think they deserve it. I'm rooting for them. I don't know who gets it. Yeah, I. Uh, so here's where I'm at with this, and even as a division rival, quote unquote, um, I don't really feel bad about saying this. If the Packers are not going to make the playoffs, there is not a team in the NFC that I would want to see make it more than the Lions. Um, right. And I pray to God that it is not the Seahawks. Like, I just I do not want to see that unless Geno for some reason can't play in the playoffs. Drew Locke comes out and leads him to a Super Bowl. <laughs> be the I mean, only yeah, way that's a dream that I would want to see that happen. dream. So, but I think, I mean, Baker Mayfield going to come out playing regardless. Don't care. If I, it's I don't think it's going to happen, but I heard a rumor that Stafford is cleared and could play this weekend. So also I a possibility. Yeah. I don't know if they would. He wasn't doing he he wasn't doing well with that offense though. Baker's been seeming to do pretty true. okay with that offense. Yeah. That's um, true. So I would like to see that. I I, I don't want to see the Seahawks either. Um with Geno Smith, not a fan. I just hope it's the Lions. So I'm gonna go Lions, Dolphins, uh Jags. And then I am at but out of, but out of real reality, I think the only team that could make any noise of those three would be the Jaguars. And then I you know, like of the of the five. Yeah, teams. I like Jags, Dolphins, and then I like the Packers. And if the Packers lose, I hope the Seahawks do too. 
that's where I'm at. Yeah, as streaky as they are, I think the only like literally the only team that can make noise out of those that whole list of teams is the Jaguars. Yeah, well, Jags so. just have a great coach. They have a good quarterback. ETN's figuring it out, and they've got they've got the weapons that nobody thought they had. So yeah, I I think if they make the playoffs, they I think they win. First I wouldn't round. want to play them. Nope, I wouldn't want to play them. I think they win first round against the Chargers. Uh, or Chargers or who's the five seed? The five the Ravens. It's either the Chargers or the Ravens. Ravens. Um, so either way, I think right I like now, that first round matchup. Right now, it's it's the Chargers, so that that's kind of tough. But I think the Chargers are beatable. I think the Ravens the, are beatable, but I don't think that's who they'd play. Yeah, no, they can't. They play the five seed. Uh, so right now, the way it'd be would be the Chargers. Anything else, Ra- Ravens would need to win. Chargers would need to lose. Yeah, uh, and they play the Broncos, which again not playing for a lot, but might want to see some fight out of them. Yep. Uh, and the Ravens are. Do they play the Bengals? Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Yep. We'll see a lot of question marks. A lot of question marks. One of the come at you guys. First episode of the new year may have been hodgepodge and all over the place, but. That's kind of what this that's week of sports we, has been. So I was gonna say that's how we like to do things, and that's what that that's what the sports world has given us. So we will be at you next week. Don't know if Jarrett will be joining us. If not, it'll be your two favorite people in the whole world. Sorry, Jarrett. <laughs> Peace. Peace.